0: Welcome to House of Whimsical Terror. I'm Esther. I'm Mary. And we're speaking to you from Tucson, Arizona. And we're telling real stories of the fantastical. All of our stories are true or told to us as true. And occasionally
1: we alter names to protect privacy.
0: We also do that with locations for the same reason. And today's story is The Troubles with Taxidermy. Taxidermy.
1: Yeah, and we're telling it from your house. Yeah, that's true. We are at my
0: house for the first time. We're not telling the spooky stories about this house. Not tonight. Not tonight. Tonight we're going to go way back in time Mm -hmm. and tell stories of a house that you lived in. That's right. That was an older house, downtown Tucson in the kind of older part. Right. The house,
1: how old was it? It was built in 1901, and it was an old Victorian gorgeous house. stunning Yeah, you know, we used to hold rehearsals there and things yeah. so it was
0: a very cool house we loved it anyway this house was one that mary lived in for a couple months on her own mm-hmm. but she was looking for a roommate and she finally found one this really lovely young woman who was a professional photographer and had been wishing for a job in her field somewhere where yeah. she could you know be a photographer and also make a, a decent living. So we knew that when you know when you first met her yeah. and, and so she, she was great.
1: She yeah. was like bubbly and fun and fit right in.
0: Yes, she was. So what happened was a couple months after she had lived there, Mary, you told me mm-hmm. there is something weird in my house my roommate is seeing like faces in the mirrors, yeah. uh, just glimpses of them or out of the corner of her eye, she'll see like a man's face or she'll be asleep and wake up and suddenly be like confronted with a face looming over her and right. it's
1: terrifying. And her. I thought maybe maybe it was her room, I don't know. I wasn't experiencing this at all. So. Yeah,
0: so she was thinking, you know, we need a cleansing or a blessing blessing or something. And I said, great, we'll, we'll do one. So I met with a roommate first and asked her a little bit about the faces she was seeing. And I said, are they faces maybe of someone you know? Or she said, no, but they're vaguely familiar, but I can't place them. I said, so no, like maybe friends from long ago who passed or family members? And she said, no, they are definitely no one I know. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, very strange. Uh, we'll see what happens. So when Mary and I do cleansings, we have like lots of happy music playing and yeah. we start at one end of the house and open all the windows and doors and just kind of let everything bad. And we say anything bad or evil or anything that means harm has to leave. leave we do big sweeping motions with actual brooms to get everything out and other things that we do we sealed off all the mirrors and you know anything that might have scared her or that she may have seen something Mm -hmm. and we got down the very back hallway and you could feel this sort of ball of energy it just kind of really ominously negative yeah and it was heavy and just kind of stuck there so we really all started kind of singing louder and and Mm -hmm. you know calling on all the good spirits to help us and you know our ancestors who love us to help and it just all went out the back door and it felt calm so then Mm -hmm. we closed all the windows and you know just did great things and had fun and I left that night, and do you remember what you did?
1: Yes, I um, felt the urgent need to go buy you a votive candle of St. Michael. Yes, the San you know, Miguel,
0: yeah. Because that is my Saint name, Yeah, and uh, I have always been drawn to uh, St. Michael the Archangel who mm-hmm. chased the creature back into hell that has always like, really appealed to me. And so uh, I did, I, I got home, I, I took the candle, Mary got me and I lit it. And my husband who was always early to bed and a very deep sleeper very, well, not only skeptical, but worried about, like he always thought something bad was going to happen. So I thought he was asleep and I got in bed and I was reading for a good while. And all of a sudden I hear him say, are you happy? With that kind of sarcastic tone. And I said, sure, I'm happy, why? And he said, well, you know, you mess with those things and now look what happened. And I said, what? And he said, it's winter. I'm like, what? And he said, you've been chasing a fly away from your book since you got home. Mm -hmm. And he knows that I've said before that in certain traditions, a fly represents a trapped human soul. And sure enough, it was dead of winter where we don't have flies Mm -hmm. and I'm chasing it away from my book. So that did scare me and, you Mm -hmm. know, made me think twice, but I was still happy that we had done that. So... Uh, things were better for a while. And then she said that she was starting to see them again. So I met up with her and I asked her about things and you know, what she was seeing. And then I remembered that she'd gotten, you know, a job she was really happy about. And I said, tell me about your new job. I don't know what you're doing. And she said, well, I'm working for the police department and I get to use my photography skills, photographing crime scenes. And I said, crime scenes, how's that? And she said, well, it's disturbing, but I feel like I'm doing an important service to the community. Mm -hmm. And I said, what types of things do you take photos of? And she said, well, sometimes it's really gruesome. It's homicides, you know, recently deceased people, uh, suicides, things of that sort, and those are the hardest ones. Mm -hmm. And I said, so you are photographing recently deceased people bright flash from your camera you're a light and bright person which she was when Mm -hmm. we met her she was very light and bright I said you may be capturing something and bringing it home with you and she gasped and she said that's why they're vaguely familiar Mm -hmm. I've seen them that's exactly who they are they're the faces of people that I've seen but they were dead these faces are you know they're live people like
1: animated
0: mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I wasn't seeing them so you were not you didn't have any of those experiences no but you did have more experiences with her which got progressively strange
1: true so you know over time uh, her bubbly personality kind of cooled off into a much Darker kind of personality, much more serious, less, less jovial, less, you know, oriented toward levity and joking and being kind of lively. And um, progressively, I would come home from work and I would have these like mummified reptiles and lizards on the mantle. (laughs) (laughs) So you, this house, when you open the front door, there was like a a small foyer and then it there was like a drawing room living room with a big beautiful fireplace and mantle right well she had a cat so is that's where they came from so I thought perhaps the cat is bringing these things in and then she's just like putting them on the mantle for like whatever reason and um but they started to multiply like I started to have more of these mummified like lizards and things and so I asked her and I was like um is the cat is your cat bringing these in and she was like no I'm I find them and then I'm I'm collecting them so I'm putting I'm putting them there and I was like okay oh my god, okay and I, you know I'm, it's a roommate situation and so you're kind of you want to meet people halfway and oh, she no. wants to decorate and mummified reptiles you know I'm cool I can for a little while maybe <laughs> but there were quite a few, and um, and her personality had kind of changed, and she was more attracted to like more morbid things. And so, anyway, I thought it was her cat, and she she loved her cat. She had a big orange tabby, and his name was Theodore, and he was a great cat. He was you know an indoor outdoor cat. Mm-hmm. I remember him. Yeah, and um, and unfortunately, a few months later, Theodore passed away. Mm-hmm. And so, she, of course, she was very, very sad about Theodore, and I was too. I mean, it was very tragic to lose your—it's tragic to lose your pet. Yeah. And that, you know, that didn't brighten her day anymore. So she, you know, she was already kind of getting more morbid, and that that didn't help, I guess. And so, one day, I you swing the door open. And I just got home from work, and I look up on the mantle, and there's Theodore. And I th- like shook my head because I was like, is that Theodore? And I walk up to the mantle and I'm like, I call her name. And I'm like, are you here? She comes in to the living room and I'm like, what is that? And she goes, that's Theodore. And I was like, you had Theodore taxidermied?" And she's like, yeah, isn't it great? Oh. And I was, I was like, no, this is not great. This is not at all um so i you know i kind of gave way on the mummified reptile decoration but the the pteroxidermic theodore was not gonna do it for us and so i i asked her to move theodore into her room (laughs) because i i was more comfortable that way oh my god so progressively over time she decided that maybe she should move and she did and Wow.
0: So sad. What a complete yeah.
1: transformation of a complete person. Complete transformation. And um and I'm not I'm not sure what happened after that for her. But yeah. I didn't you know, I didn't ever see her dead people in the mirror and stuff like that. So that was, you know, good with me. Yeah. But um but taxidermy Theodore was just too much too yeah, much. I think
0: the combo between the mummified animals and
1: yeah. poor Theodore yeah. was strange. Yeah, I think it was just too much. Yeah. So, so she had wished very much for this job in her field. And I guess the moral of my story is watch what you wish for. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, friends, for listening. Yeah.
1: And we'll be back with another story soon. Yes, we will. And, um, We will meet you here at House of Whimsical Terror. Yeah.